Welcome, everyone, to another episode of our Deep Dive podcast series. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we have a thrilling topic that's been making waves in the field of artificial intelligence and creativity. That's right, Jen. We're unraveling the intricacies of a groundbreaking paper titled The Chosen One, Consistent Characters in Text-to-Image Diffusion Models. Before we get into the meat of it, let's address the big question. Why does this paper matter? Well, Jen, in recent years, AI models that generate images from textual descriptions have significantly advanced. They've become powerful tools for artists, designers, and creatives, providing a new canvas for visual expression. But Tom, there's been a hitch, hasn't there? These models excel in creating varied outputs from the same text prompt, but struggle with consistency, a critical need for storytelling or brand identity. Exactly, Jen. This is why the research is significant. It proposes an automated methodology for generating consistent visual characters from a text description without any previous visual data required. So no more manual interventions or reliance on celebrity images to create consistent characters. That's pretty significant progress for any creative industry. Before we dive deeper into the research paper's objectives, let's touch on some key scientific concepts at its core. Crucially, we'll talk about text-to-image diffusion models. These are AI systems that convert textual descriptions into images. They learn this skill by studying large data sets of image-text pairs. And not to forget the principle of automated character consistency. This implies that a character should retain its defining visual features across various images, even when depicted in different contexts. Now, for our listeners, we'll simplify some complex vocabulary used in the paper. Terms like text prompt, Euclidean space, clustering, and feature extractor will be part of our exploration. Moving into the core discussion, the paper sets out to address the challenge of how we can generate visual characters that remain the same across different scenarios, a tall order for current AI tech. The researchers introduced an iterative procedure involving the generation of images, clustering based on similarity, and refining a representative model to be used for further image generation. They found that certain groups of generated images share similar characteristics. By focusing on these groups, or clusters, one can extract a more consistent character representation. And this is where the magic happens. The resulting model can be used to generate images of the same character in novel contexts, all by iterating this process until a consistent identity is achieved. The implications of this research are vast. From revolutionizing the creation process for graphic novels to impacting the way brands construct visual identity, it's a game changer in creative tech. That's so true, Tom. Imagine the efficiency gains in content creation and the new avenues for personalizing digital experiences, all thanks to a fully automated solution for consistent character generation. As we conclude, let's recap. We've talked about how the paper presents a solution to a significant challenge in the field of AI-generated imagery. It's a big leap forward for creatives looking for consistency in their visual stories. And reflecting personally, Tom, it feels like we're on the cusp of a new era where AI becomes a co-creator, not just a tool. It's like having a digital artist that understands and maintains the essence of a character throughout a story. It certainly is, Jen. The broad relevance of this paper transcends the technical community and has the potential to touch every industry reliant on visual storytelling and branding. 
That's all for today's episode, folks. I'm Jen. And I'm Tom. We hope this deep dive has enlightened and inspired you as much as it has us. Stay tuned for more explorations into the fascinating world of AI research. And thank you for listening. Have you ever pirouetted and felt out of sync? Or dipped into a plie and wished you could be in two places at once? Worry no more, because with Quirko Quanta Tutu Tech Inc., you can be. Introducing the world's first quantum-entangled ballet apparel. That's right, Jen. Slip into the Quam Tutu and join the revolution of dancewear that's making waves. Quantum waves. No more solo solos. With our path-breaking fabric, you and your dance troupe can leap, twirl, and jeté in perfectly synchronized harmony. Even if half of you are in Paris and the other half in Pasadena. Imagine the precision, the unity, the sheer quantum quirkiness of it all. Where every step is a step into a superposition. So why settle for yesterday's tutu when you can wear the tutu of tomorrow, today? And for our listeners, a special offer. Quantum Leap over to their website with the code PODPIROUETTE for 10% off your first order. Quirk Oquanta Tutu Tech Inc. where every dancer is entangled, but in a good way. Equip your troupe with Quirk Oquanta and turn the stage into a multi-dimensional dance floor. Now, back to the show where we keep things quirky, but the jokes, just like Quirk Aquanta's tutus, are always in sync. Welcome to another engaging episode of our podcast, where we make complex scientific topics accessible and intriguing for you. Today, we're going to dive into a cutting-edge research paper titled traffic video object detection using motion prior, and we'll explore how this innovative approach is impacting the world of computer vision. Jen, let's set the scene for our listeners. Traffic video object detection is a specialized task in computer vision that has significant implications for autonomous vehicles, urban planning, and safe transportation. It involves identifying and tracking various objects such as cars, pedestrians, and road signs on the road. That's right, Tom. And what makes this paper particularly significant is its approach to leveraging motion prior. Motion prior refers to the predictable movement patterns of objects in traffic videos, which is generally in a specific direction due to the structured nature of roadways. This paper stands out because it develops new methods to capitalize on this motion prior, enhancing detection performance in both fully supervised and semi-supervised settings. It's a major stride forward because traditional methods often overlook the specific characteristics of traffic scenes. We should also mention that this research comes from distinguished institutions like the University of Cambridge and Microsoft, indicating the high level of expertise and technology involved in this study. With the scene set, let's get into the core of the paper. The researchers propose a new self-attention module, which is like giving the detection system an improved focus by using the motion prior to integrate temporal information better. They also introduce a pseudo-labeling mechanism for semi-supervised settings, which basically helps the system learn more effectively by filtering out inaccurate labels based on motion patterns. Um, it's quite impressive, Tom. They've managed to outperform existing state-of-the-art approaches by a significant margin when it comes to detection accuracy. And that's a big deal in this field. Definitely. This could potentially impact how we deploy video detection technologies for traffic. It could result in more efficient monitoring and management of traffic flow, enhance road safety, 
and even advance the capabilities of self-driving cars. In our detailed discussion, we'll break down their methodology, key findings, and the potential applications of these innovations. Indeed, and in our conclusion, we'll reflect on the main points and their broader relevance. We'll discuss how this research could be the catalyst for a new wave of intelligent traffic monitoring systems. There's a lot to unpack here, from the technical jargon to the implications of this research. We'll do our best to keep it crystal clear and thought-provoking. Stay tuned for a ride into the future of traffic video object detection. And now, a word from our sponsor, the one and only Aurora Bowtiezilla Inc. Imagine stepping into a ballroom, all eyes on you as your necktie dances with the colors of the cosmos. That's right, Jen. With Aurora Bowtiezilla's galactic gala tie, you don't just enter the room, you make a stellar entrance. Featuring dazzling LEDs and a spectacle of shifting hues, these aren't just bow ties, they're conversation starters from another universe. So if you want to be the gravitational center of your next social event, it's time to suit up and glow on. And for our listeners, Aurora Bowtiezilla is offering an exclusive discount. Just use the code PODCASTGALAXY at checkout for 10% off your first extraterrestrial accessory. Your neckline will never be the same. Thanks to Aurora Bautizilla Inc., where elegance meets the extraterrestrial. Welcome back to our show, where we delve into the intricacies of groundbreaking research and make complex topics accessible to everyone. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we're thrilled to discuss an exciting paper on a transformative approach to rendering neural radiance fields. The paper is titled Adaptive Shells for Efficient Neural Radiance Field Rendering by an impressive team from NVIDIA and several universities. Time to dive in. Let's start by setting the stage. Rendering photorealistic views of 3D scenes has always been a substantial challenge in computer graphics. Traditional methods require complex geometry and texture mapping, which can be labor-intensive and not always feasible. That's where neural radiance fields, or NERFs, have been a game-changer. A NERF represents a scene in a neural network, encoding both the geometry and appearance. It enables stunningly realistic novel view synthesis, where we create new viewpoints of a scene that weren't originally captured. However, the caveat with NERFs is that they're computationally expensive. To render high-resolution images, you need to sample the neural network a multitude of times for each pixel, which isn't exactly what you would call efficient. Exactly, Tom. But here comes the key innovation in this paper. The researchers introduce a method for rendering NERFs by creating what they call adaptive shells, a representation that transitions smoothly between different rendering styles based on the complexity of the scene's geometry. The paper presents a new approach that constructs an explicit mesh envelope bound to the neural volumetric representation. This mesh defines a narrow band of space around the object's surface, focusing the computational efforts on regions that actually contribute to the perceived scene. The authors developed a spatially varying kernel size, which is large in volumetric regions like hair or grass, and tight in solid surface regions like skin or furniture. The brilliance here is the adaptability of the kernel size without additional supervision. It essentially self-tunes for the desired fidelity. To extract this adaptive shell, they first fit a neural volume using their spatially varying kernel. Then they apply level set methods to create an explicit mesh 
that bounds the region to be rendered. And here's the kicker. At inference time, they only evaluate the radiance field within this predefined envelope. It means fewer samples are needed, and in solid regions, they can often get away with a single sample per pixel. Their experiments demonstrate that this approach can enable efficient rendering at high fidelity, a significant leap toward real-time NERF rendering. Plus, the extracted envelope also paves the way for downstream applications like animation and simulation. Wrapping up, this paper is a substantial contribution to the field of computer graphics, straddling the line between volumetric encoding and explicit geometry. It represents a potential paradigm shift in how we approach scene rendering with neural networks. It's been a fascinating discussion on adaptive shells and their role in unlocking the full potential of neural radiance fields. Don't forget to catch our next episode where we'll continue to demystify cutting-edge research. Send us your thoughts and any topics you'd like us to explore. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on the frontier of knowledge and technology. Ever feel like time is slipping through your fingertips like sand through the hourglass of, wait, what hourglass am I talking about? Tom, you're being dramatic again. But folks, if you do need a grip on time, then have we got news for you. Introducing Chrono Anchor Inc. and their groundbreaking invention, the Moment Mora. That's right. With the simple press of a button, you can pause your own timeline and take that extra long bubble bath you've dreamed of. Or if you're like me, you can finally learn to play the theremin without missing your next meeting. But that's not all. The Moment Mora is discreet, portable, and 100% paradox-free. Unless you try to anchor the same moment twice, watch out for those timekeep cops. They'll pop out of nowhere with a stern I don't think so, buddy, and a ticket for temporal trespassing. So remember, with Chrono Anchor Inc., time won't fly without us. And that's one promise that's time-tested and listener-approved. Chrono Anchor Inc., because who wouldn't want to freeze time to avoid a family dinner? Or to keep listening to our podcast, right, Jen? Exactly. Now on with the show. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we'll be diving deep into JAXMARL, multi-agent RL environments in JAX, a research paper that's making waves in the machine learning community. Absolutely, Jen. To give some context on why this paper is significant, it's important to understand the role benchmarks play in developing machine learning algorithms. That's right. Benchmarks define problems, enable comparisons, and focus efforts, especially in reinforcement learning, RL. Think about how games like Go and Chess have been instrumental in advances like the development of Musero. However, traditional RL environments run on CPUs, which caps their scalability. And when we talk about multi-agent reinforcement learning, or MARL, we're adding even more computational complexity since you have multiple agents to consider. And that's where this paper steps in. It introduces JAX-MARL, an open source code base that uses the JAX library. JAX allows running both environment simulation and model training on hardware accelerators like GPUs or TPUs, massively speeding up the process. That's like shifting gears from a bicycle to a sports car in terms of speed. By cutting down data transfer between CPU and GPU and allowing parallel processing, researchers can achieve up to 2,500 times faster training pipelines. Imagine the time saved. It really is a game changer. 
Now, diving into the methodology, the research team implemented and benchmarked various MARL environments, as well as baseline algorithms using this JAX-based approach. This involved creating simplified versions of existing environments, like SMAC, tailored for JAX. Their key findings. When measured, their JAX-based environment rollouts showed an incredible increase in speed. We're talking going from a few steps per second to the possibility of millions. Yeah, and one exciting result was their new environment, SMAX. It's like a vectorized, simplified StarCraft multi-agent challenge, which is much faster and more flexible than existing ones. Which leads us to implications. Jen, wouldn't you agree that this has the potential to reshape how RL research is done? Totally, Tom. The big takeaway is that JAXMARL can democratize access to efficient RL research. With this speed up, we'll see faster iterations, better benchmarks, and overall, more robust evaluation of MARL algorithms. To wrap up with some reflections on the paper, the researchers have provided a powerful tool that addresses a significant bottleneck in MARL research. It's not just about speeding things up, it's about enabling new possibilities for academic labs and eschewing high computational costs. Right on, Tom. Jack's Marl could be just what the Marl field needs to ignite a new wave of innovation and research breakthroughs. It's an exciting time for anyone in the field. On that note, we'll end today's episode. Thanks for tuning in, listeners. Until next time, keep learning and stay curious. Bye, everyone. Get ready, stargazers, because now you can bring the funk of the cosmos right into your own backyard. With Boogie Boulder Extraterrestrials, Inc., feel the meteoric rhythm blast through your gravity boots as you rock the universe with your dance moves. These aren't your average boulders. Oh, no. These are Boogie Boulders, equipped with pulsating alien beats that'll make your antennae twirl. Each Boogie Boulder has been choreographed by the most fabulous flares in the solar system, guaranteeing you've got the hippest party this side of the Milky Way. That's right, Jen. So if you're ready to groove beneath the glow of a thousand stars, just call 1-800-SPACEY-GROOVE. And don't worry about the craters, folks. Boogie Boulder Extraterrestrials, Inc. offers a crater eraser service for when the party's over. That is, if you ever want it to stop. So if your party needs a blast-off, look no further than Boogie Boulder Extraterrestrials, Inc. Because when it comes to rocking your world, together, they're truly out of this world. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode where we dive into the fascinating world of tech and innovation. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we're unpacking a research paper that's creating waves in the field of image editing, a domain that's always been part of the digital arts. Exactly, Jen. The paper titled Emu Edit, Precise Image Editing via Recognition and Generation Tasks, comes from the smart folks at GenAI, Meta, and its turning heads for its approach to editing images using natural language instructions. Now that's something. Editing images intuitively as if you're instructing a human sounds like a dream for non-professional editors and professionals alike. Let's get into why this paper has caused such a stir, shall we? Right on, Jen. So imagine wanting to edit an image of an emu. I've always found emus to be peculiar creatures. They certainly have a quirky charm, Tom. Yeah, and imagine you wanted to edit that emu to wear a fireman outfit or to be graduating. Well, that's a graduation I'd attend. And up until now, that would typically require manual editing, something that could be both time-consuming and requiring expertise. 
But with EmuEdit, it seems we can just instruct the software to make these changes without getting our hands dirty in the technical trenches. Correct. The authors propose a model trained across a diverse range of tasks that's designed to better understand and execute instructions given in plain language. This is groundbreaking because it streamlines the entire process, and more intriguingly, it's adept at multitask learning, which we'll dig into later in this podcast. Plus, the methodology behind this is as fascinating as the result itself. The researchers train the model across 16 distinct tasks that cover a wide editing spectrum. That's a lot of tasks, and it crosses over from pure image editing into computer vision territory. Which, Jen, as you know, widens the horizon for what EmuEdit could potentially do with images. I can't wait to see the implications and applications of this in real-world scenarios. And that's what we'll be talking about today. Everything from how EmuEdit was developed, its methodology, key findings, and what it means for the future of image editing. Whether you're a technophile, a professional photographer, or someone who just loves to play around with images, this podcast episode is sure to entice. Get ready for a deep dive into EMU Edit, precise image editing via recognition and generation tasks. And don't forget to check out the show notes for the research paper link if you want to follow along or dig deeper after our show. Now, Stick around as we roll up our digital sleeves and edit our way into this revolutionary approach to image manipulation. Stay tuned right after this quick break. Have you ever been walking down the street, bobbing to the beat, and suddenly... Your earbuds pop out because someone's poodle got too friendly? Or how about chilling at the library when your epic headbanging... Demolishes your bulky headphones and the librarian shushes you into oblivion? Well, fear no more music lovers. MindTunes Inc. presents Jen and Tom, NeuroSync Beats. The world's first telepathic headphones. Forget the ears, folks. It's time to stream music straight to your brain. With NeuroSync Beats, you literally think and you shall receive music, that is. No more wires to trip over. No more searching for that one earbud that always goes missing. Just pure, unadulterated sound waves massaging your gray matter. Want to rock out to Metallica in a silent disco of one? Or maybe serenade your neurons with some smooth jazz. With NeuroSync Beats, you can. And the best part? You can't lose them unless you lose your mind. Now, that's what we call listening smarter, not harder. Thanks to MindTunes Inc. for sponsoring this podtastic podcast. Get your NeuroSync Beats today and tune in mentally. 